And welcome back to another edition of Wrestling is Trash, a nonsensical podcast where we talk about professional wrestling, past, present, and quite possibly the future. Joining me is the Cattle Cave of Guests on this edition of the show. Um, me and Brother Nick just touched down back into our homes of residency from attending Summer, SummerSlam this weekend. Uh, we got the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, the heartbreaker Mitch Valentine right next to me, and we, then we got the freaking I don't know what I want to call y'all. This is a tag team duo over there on the uh, far right of me, or whatever. I, got, yo, I, gave, I gave us a name, I gave us a name, and he didn't want to run with it yet. <laughs> We're gonna call you the Whip Talk Wrecking Crew right now. There you go. That, that's that's the temporary name until y'all come up with a proper one. <laughs> I like it, but I, I want to wrap it up. I wanted to do boy, a show with my brother Lou called purpose. the Shockmasters. I wanted to call us I the Shockmasters. Oh, no, no, not the Shockmasters. That means you're going to be tripping all the time. Shockmasters show. What? Can I tell Ross. a quick story? This is for Dan. I've been waiting for Dan. Yes. Oh. What's up, brother? So, Dan, I know you're a big cigar guy. I will key him, too. And I was home on leave visiting family not too long ago. And uh, I ran into one of my old baseball coaches at the cigar bar, and he just mailed me a free humidor. Look at this. Nice. Nice. For all my cigars. Sweet. Now, you got to you gotta catch up. Nice. You got to catch up, though, because I got like four or five different boxes, and none of them stay full because I smoke too much. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna hit you up actually. I was gonna hit you up later this week actually to uh, get some advice on some ones to get, but we can do that later. Had to hit the horns. We got titty meat in the chat. Titty meat. Titty meat. All right. While Nick get himself situated, we're gonna break this show down into sections and everything because me and Nick actually attended summerslam and i know dan and uh freaking lou have a lot of grievances to air about summerslam some of which you can hear on lou's podcast that'll be up here shortly and then i'm moving and then uh we got brother mitch that we got a front and center that we got you got to put some information out there first of all we got to give uh mitch the praise because mitch is doing the lord's work for us wrestling fans he is actually out there hooking and jabbing wrestling during these conditions, and he also just made a comeback. He also has a fucking title, if you can see it on the screen. So Mitch has a lot of things. Yeah, to shit. Put acknowledge out there. it. Acknowledge and, uh, it. We are the only champion among us. We are <laughs> and we are acknowledging you. As the and we are giving you the floor right now. Acknowledge this man. Acknowledge this man. He is the only champion among us. God damn it. You guys, Mitch, the, my heart, the first you know, question I have before before yeah. you and you can just kind of run with it after this is, how does it feel to be back in the ring? Because I know last time you were here, you were talking about you were getting ready to have your first match back, and um, it's been a while since we got to chat with you. So, how does it feel to actually be back in the ring doing the thing that you do? Okay, first of all, you guys are warming my heart. The acknowledgement really makes me feel good. Uh, I'm gonna ask. Everyone needs to stop shuffling around, moving things. There's there's noises. There's things going on. I loud noises. There's noises. There's like someone's messing with a grocery bag. I hear it. Nick. 
I am the entertainment champion of the world, ladies and gentlemen. I have been since uh, September 19th, 2015. I took a little break from wrestling. I never lost my title. I'm back. I'm defending it this Friday night. Rob, how does it feel to be back in the ring? Yeah, it feels great, man. What's uh, It's the best form of live entertainment in the world. It's pro wrestling. We're coming off of one of the best uh, weekends of pro wrestling I've ever seen as a fan. And this Friday night, defending my title, baby. What's going on? Wrestling is trash. No, it's not. So... For, the, for those who don't know or are interested into seeing you defend your title, where can they do that? Right, man. So it's actually, I'm not going to defend it in a wrestling match. This uh, Friday is it's called uh, PCE SummerSlam Jam. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be at the Lab Bar and Grill in Chico, California, 250 Cohasset. It's a totally free event. It's a variety show, man. we got stand-up comedy. We've got uh, a rapper. We've got a singer. We've got uh, a Chico, because I'm in Chico, California, Chico Legends battle, uh, roast battle. And then I'm defending my championship that I won in pro wrestling in a roast battle against my pro wrestling trainer, uh, Mr. Primetime, MPT. And then, we're having, and then we're having a big dance party, baby. And it's all free. Word. So this man is defending his title in a roast battle, which I believe is the one of the purest forms of combat that could ever be. <laughs> yep. We got Brian in the house. Oh Brian, shit! There's Bri Mitch. Brian. A wild man. Man Mitch, Brian. Our man Mitch is going to be defending his title in a roast battle. How do you feel about that? In a roast battle? Yes. Oh shit! I used <laughs> love things on Comedy Central. I, I'm gonna I'm say you, you should be lucky that I ain't there to roast battle you because. That belt would be out here in New York. See, I mean, that's the thing about it, man. I mean, Mitch has been on with talk many a times and everything, and dealing with all these motherfuckers or whatever. He is primed and ready to battle anybody in any kind of roast combatants. So, so with that being said, uh, B Rob, because you haven't done this in a while, I want to oh, cash shit. in on Mitch. Oh, and I want it. I Ooh. want him to. I want him to go in on his opponent in this roast battle. Okay. For those who are unfamiliar, uh, my man Dan has just cashed in his promo in the bank briefcase. So uh -oh. the way Wit Talk originally was uh, founded on the promo in the bank. So what it is, as you just heard, Dan has cashed in and Mitch has one minute to cut a promo of Dan's choosing. So Wait a second. The title is not on the line. This is a non-title no, challenge. No, no, no. This is, yeah, this this is, is a non-title challenge. I want you to cut this promo early on your opponent <laughs> in said roast battle. We got more titty meat in the chat. Thanks, Gabe. <laughs> All right, so let me get the shot clock up. What's going on? I don't so know you just, you on. just, so and you're about to do a promo for one minute okay. about your opponent on Friday. Ooh. Yeah, you're giving us a taste, baby. You're giving us a taste. 60 seconds? 60 seconds. Okay. All right. Well, we've all killed it here before, so you got the, this. The clock is up, and your time starts now. Mr. Primetime MPT, Zach Reed, my wrestling trainer. I'm going to roast battle him. I'm going to defend the most prestigious championship in the world against him this Friday night at the Lab Bar and Grill in Chico, California, and it's free. Are you kidding me? Zach, I am going to break your heart. I'm going to beat your freckled ass. 
and I'm gonna keep my title that I never lost. In fact, this title, I won from you because I'm better than you in every single way. Pro wrestling, stand-up comedy, I'm a better rapper, I'm damn sure better looking. And Zach, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're gonna get a lot this Friday night. You're gonna get a verbal tongue lashing from me, you're welcome, and you're also gonna get these Mitch tits. You're gonna get some titty meat. You want some titty meat? You're gonna get some titty meat this Friday night because I'm the heartbreaker Mitch Valentine. Bitch. Bam. Oh, he's doing right on time, too. Look at that. He, he, had, it, he had the mental clock in his head. Or whatever. That was, like, on the and that was a perfect way to finish it with that mental clock. He just, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> I say, if you wanted to put an exclamation on that, you just said, and I'm out. Mitch. There's <laughs> <laughs> something but to add yeah. to your repertoire. Yeah, so I mean, we we got Mitch Valentine in the house. Appreciate you for coming back and everything. I mean, you also had down now. It's getting heavy. Yeah, I mean, heavy is the head that wears the crown. So um, you also, I don't know. Hey, exactly. I was stole it from me. I was just about to say that. I know, man. You got to get get up on your Wi-Fi again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Mitch had a little brush with the the vid as well, and he's fully recovering from that. So I mean, what was for those who are yeah. curious about that and everything? I mean, what what's, what's the feelings like and whatnot? In case you know, so we can have, have people aware. Man, I'll tell you what. I thought I was immune to COVID because I'm always all over the place talking to people. I'll be honest, y'all. I haven't got that vaccine. I'm a little little nervous about it. Um, I but I still, but I keep talking to medical people. I got a I got a lady that's been studying medical for a decade. And she's like, you gotta get it. And I'm just like, all right, well, I'm thinking about it. Um, but uh, I don't know, man, I think it's so stupid. I went to an all you can eat Chinese buffet, right? Like an idiot. And I think that's Buffets, how I Rob. <laughs> I think that's how I You know, it's it. funny. Like, oh, go, 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 my bad. Yeah, you, no, go you gotta wait, Nick. You know, your, your Wi-Fi is just janky too. <laughs> No, go ahead, go ahead, Jenky. Mine's on top. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say this. This whole weekend, we were talking about going to buffets, and then we realized we couldn't because of COVID. And you're like, I yeah. think I got COVID at a buffet. <laughs> and I've been to several freaking buffets during this time. Man, I'm usually banned from buffets. Like they put my face on the wall behind. They're like, don't let this guy in. He'll stay all day. But, uh, <laughs> I'm a hungry son of a Mitch. But no, I went, dude, and it was terrible. Like I took a bite of this shrimp; it literally tasted like human feces, and uh, uh, that should have been time to leave. But you know, of course, I got some coconut shrimp. Wow. Kept, kept pounding it down, and the next That's day rough. I felt bad, but yeah, it's all good. Still had the dude trail in it. It's all good. That that might be where I got it. It might not be, but the COVID symptoms of. Been... I can't be seen. We keep interrupting you, dude. My bad. Oh, it's all good, man. It's all good. You're trying man. to tell this us about a, COVID interrupting. Six, we're having a six-way hell in a cell right now. It's all good. <laughs> uh, I'm Kurt Angle, though. I'm going over at the end. I'm just going to lay on top of the rock. One, two, three. Thanks so what you're trying to say? Me. I'm Rikishi? <laughs> I, think I, I think I'm more built like Rikishi. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all can have that. I'm the referee. Well, I'm, a, I'm, I'm just here to count the fall. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Rob's actually Kurt. I, Rob's Kurt Angle because he's it's his show. I'll be uh, I'll be stone I, cold though. I'm gonna hit that stunner. Uh, anyways, um, yeah. So the COVID stuff's been rough, man. Like uh, 
the breathing right and the just the body aches but i'm over a week into it now i'm, I'm finally feeling good i'm still coughing crap up but um i've been i've been staying at home man i had to miss a bunch of shows dude it's that sucked I'm, i lost like a heck of money but you know what your health is yeah. number one if you don't have your health you don't have anything so take care of yourself don't you know don't get other people sick right do the right thing well do this do do this because um a friend of mine also had it and his doctor told him because his job was trying to pressure him to get the vaccine too and his doctor said you have the antibody levels of you getting the jab so i'm not giving it to you so go get that antibody test just in case I mean, I haven't gotten a shot myself either, and my wife gives them, but I'm still not yeah. getting it just yet either. But oh, like I you mean, said, man, just play smart. Play smart, everybody. Do what you feel is best for you, and play smart. Yeah. And no, good I mean, to Dan- see you on the other side, you know what I'm saying? Good to see you on the, yeah, the I went to, side of things. Yeah, I went to get I went to get, I went to get the shots as soon as I could, but I don't begrudge anybody from getting the shots. It's like, Same. I, you know, I I did specific reasons. I got my immune compromised and shit, and I was basically not at the house during the real, like when shit was really going down. So, you know what? I'm fucking getting this shit because God did I. You know, if I get sick, that's on me. But I don't want to give that shit to anybody else, so that's why I got it. But I don't begrudge anybody for waiting. It's just shit. Yeah. It's you do what you feel is best for you. That's what I and that's what I've always said from day one, Lou is. You know, regardless, respect people's opinions on this whole situation, but do what is best for yourself. Understand all the knowledge that comes with it. Understand that you can have the vaccine and still get the Delta. You can still get the variants. You can still pass it. But still, you always do what's best for you. And don't begrudge anybody else from doing what they feel is right for them. And that's all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Respect everybody's decisions and what you want to do. Facts. Yeah, I, like I'll be honest. Yeah. I, oh, I'm sorry, Rob. Uh, I'll be honest. We thought we had a scare this past week. Uh, like, if you guys notice, we didn't do our show this past week because I was like really, really sick, like two weeks ago, and it literally spread through my house like that. And we all thought we had COVID. And luckily, we went and got our test. We finally got our results. The results were negative. It was just pretty much like a, a sinus nice. infection. And my fiance is very iffy about getting the vaccine. And now she's to the point where after this scare of all of us getting sick, it's like, all right, we're going to have to do it just in case. Even though we know, like you said, Dan, you know, even though you get the vaccine, there's still a possibility of you getting it. But right now we're at the point where it's like, we better be safe than sorry. You know, God forbid. Right, right. So. Well, the good but, news. Yeah, everybody's choices. Talk to them. Well, the good news today, I saw the thing that uh, FDA like approved everything with the Pfizer. You know what I mean? Right. So they approved that's Pfizer. That's a great step in the right. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that's good. a great step in the right direction. Good. Yeah. Good. And uh, so I mean, I'm in the same paper. camp with I'm in the same camp with Lou. It's just like my wife had a bout with cancer and shit, and her immune system is all fucked up. So I didn't want to bring none of that crazy shit in the house. So I had to go get dosed up and everything. Let me ask so, you this, Robin, and whoever attended. Uh, shows over the weekend did they make you guys show your vaccine card to attend no. summer no okay no and yeah no and to be honest too like you know we had mask on i would say when we kind of first got in then like as the show went out like it was kind of like you sat there and everyone had it on then like you eat so it's down then it's just down like you know what i mean or you just have it on your chin or whatever you know or now it's on now it's not but like me i don't know 
I'm one of them. I hate saying it. Don't judge me, but you know, friggin', if I uh, if I got the vaccine, like I I don't want to wear it. Like I got it for reasons, and that's it. But I respect the mandate. I'm not one of them. I'm not wearing the mask. Like no. But when I went up to go to the bathroom and all that other stuff, like I would wear it. I I just came back home. I didn't go to no wrestling shows, but I just came back home from Lou State of Florida to doing the family trip to Disney and. For everybody nice. talking that Florida's the craziest shit out there, everywhere I was, everybody was following the rules for the most part, especially Good. within Disney. You were able to mm-hmm. walk around the park without it on. But as soon as you stepped in a building, as soon as you got on a ride or on a line, you had to have it on. Hmm. Easiest thing in the world to do. Just comply and enjoy yourself. You yes. Get out, you're outside. Florida is wide open. Out. Yeah, COVID. Uh, so COVID yeah, like, didn't, like we so wide COVID open out here. Yeah, ass like, um, the show. Um, Goddamn, Nick I got the pivotes and shit. You got to touch on every damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, what that here is. In Northern, here in Northern California, I I saw something that a lot just passed. Where it might be all of California. Where if there's more than a thousand people at some event, you have to be uh, vac- vaccinated to be there. I saw that. That's I don't know crazy. if that passed. What the deal is, but man, that's crazy. Wow. Um, Rob, I tried to send you a text message. Do you have a link for this show, like live, that I could people to watch? This show, yes. Yeah, I, I um, shared it on a couple pages and stuff. Yeah, currently they're doing. Yes, not on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, you can just um, share my page on nah, Facebook. I don't have Facebook. You got rid of Facebook like a year or two ago. Where you can share <laughs> on Twitch <laughs> at twitch.tv forward slash 3R show. It is also on YouTube by searching oh, okay. 3R yeah. show. And fuck that motherfucker on Instagram, B Rob. Let's say it. Fuck, yeah, that, fuck that son of a bitch on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I need everybody oh, to go to Instagram. I need everybody to go to Instagram mm-hmm. and flag this motherfucker for impersonating 3R show. <laughs> if the motherfucker, he got the hashtag, uh, the, the username at 3R show. And he has not posted since goddamn September of fucking 2015 or 17 or some shit like that. This He's trying to yeah, get paid. I got, I got like, I trying to get got like three or four accounts and I reported him on all those accounts. Son of a bitch. I was like, I just want my shit back. This is one more shit back. Well, not back. Have it. Because I never had it. So, Anyway. Uh. I know we got a lot of grievances to air. Um, but first off, because I mean, we got a we got a resident current active wrestler in, in, in our midst right here. So, uh, I mean, I want to get a lot of his <laughs> thoughts and opinions and everything. Current champion. Right, current champion. And Nick, I know you're proud of me right now because I'm pointing in my right direction. So... <laughs> Mitch, over this whole past week, I'm talking from Monday to Sunday. What are your overall thoughts and opinions of professional wrestling in the landscape that we are currently in? Monday to Sunday. Okay, so I didn't watch Raw. I didn't watch. I didn't watch anything but um, AEW Rampage, SummerSlam, and most of Takeover. That's all I watched. Um, so I loved it. I absolutely freaking loved. It. I was glad that I was. Uh, stuck at home. You know what I mean? I was like, oh man, I'm stuck at home. But because I, I would have been at shows, I would not have got, got to watch any of that stuff live. So I watched everything live. Uh, obviously, I 
I knew the CM Punk thing was coming. I was like, this has to happen. Like, <clears throat> literally selling out the the whatever the basketball arena is called nowadays, like in Chicago. Like this, ha if they don't have CM Punk, like the crowd's gonna just literally, they might actually take uh, physical shits in the, the arena. So, um, and I'm a huge CM Punk fan, you guys. I look at CM Punk like this guy was an indie wrestler that made it that wasn't supposed to make it, that went out there and said what he wanted and did what he wanted and stood up for what he believed in and quit and then went on and did UF freaking C? Are you kidding me? He shouldn't even done that, but he did it because he wanted to. And then he, you know, everything else he's done, man, I'm a huge CM Punk fan. Top five, easy for me, CM Punk. Um, so that moment was the highlight of the year. Uh, for me personally, um, as a wrestling fan, I'm, I know I'm not alone, right? Like, that was amazing. I don't even really like AEW that much, but I'm starting to really like it because of just just CM Punk, man, just that. Like, So the only thing I didn't like about the CM Punk thing was I don't see why he wants to work with Darby. Like, I don't see the – I guess it's his idea or Khan's idea, but him and Darby Allen, I don't think that's the best first match for him. Um I would have put him right in there with Kenny. Uh, Christian does not need that main event. He just won the Impact title. They should have went Kenny versus Punk, a main event of All Out. Because now it's like Punk's first match in however many years, and it's probably not even going to be the main event. And he's wrestling a babyface. So it's like, I don't agree with that. But everything else about that CM Punk stuff, amazing, man. Amazing. And SummerSlam was good. was great. And uh, NXT was okay. I love Samoa Joe, so I love seeing that. Um, I can't believe they had Walter tap out in uh, the way he did like that. That match was insane, dude. I never want to wrestle either one of those guys. <laughs> um, those guys are nuts. So overall, man, I feel like this was one of the greatest weekends of pro wrestling I've ever seen as a fan. All right. What you got for us? Your, your opinions on the wrestling landscape and how you feel about everything that we've seen from Monday to Sunday? Uh, oof, man, what a, what a week of uh, uh, pro wrestling. It was a great week overall. There weren't really too many things that I hated. I really hated one thing, wrestling, to be honest with you. And I thought that um, as far as SummerSlam goes, I thought that I was really going to be really down on it was really only one or two things about that I really hated, but there were some good matches on that show. So it was uh, it was like a middle of the road show for me. I didn't hate the show, but the uh, um, returns were nice. But really, the story for me this week is CM Punk. Like that, that whole the way they turned, the way they had come out, the way they started the show. It was it was perfect. The way they. <clears throat> kind of sort of said he was going to be there without really saying it and building up the hype and then just starting the show off immediately with perfect because if they didn't do that uh they would the whole show to show up it was uh i think it was perfect the way they did it the only not issue but the only thing i wish they would have done was i really wish they would have had the miseria canter theme play at first for seeing and punk and then they cut into cult of personality because i think that would have just been a nice homage to the roh and thing um i watched wwe i watched ring of honor i watched impact this week i watched aw this week i watched an insane amount of wrestling and enjoyed a lot <laughs>
Um, match of the week is definitely Walter and Dragonoff. Fucking tremendous match. The pay per view itself, okay. I mean, it was it was good, but that main event was a little <laughs> eh. Joe have a little bit of ring rust to put it nicely, but uh, I enjoyed the okay. show overall, and uh, I enjoyed the. Week. All right. Brian, what you got? Yeah, I'm not one to talk. Right. It's not like I could do half of or a quarter of shit. So, um, I, I'm gonna go in reverse order. I'm gonna go by with what I dislike the most first, and I'm sorry to say this. I was not a fan of SummerSlam at all. A majority of that card are all matches that we have seen in multiple different iterations over and over and over again. Um, I know you guys are there, so your perspective is going to be a little bit different than us being at home. Mm -hmm. But there were only three legitimate things that I enjoyed about SummerSlam. Uh, Edge and Rollins was phenomenal. Um, Roman Cena was very good. And surprisingly, the women's triple threat match was mm -hmm. the best I've mm -hmm. ever seen Charlotte Flair perform. And I'm not talking about <laughs> wrestle. I'm talking about her overall performance. Like, like B-Rob, when you said the whole Thanos scare, like, I started looking. I'm like, oh, snap. I see all the stones and the, the little thing right there and stuff. Um, but those three girls killed it. Surprisingly, I thought that was going to be a match I didn't like. Um, I hated what happened with Bianca. Oh. Uh, with all due respect to Becky, I oh, love yeah. I love Becky Lynch. I'm a huge fan. Um, the comeback, the surprise was cool, but I hated the fact that for a week they promoted a match. They literally waited till the <laughs> champion was in the ring to announce that the opponent wasn't going to be the opponent, bring someone else out, then have that person not get the match, and pull a John Cena, Baron Corbin, where you could just walk right up and say, hey, I'm taking this spot now, or I'm signing this contract. I can do whatever the hell I want. I hate that. That is my biggest pet peeve with sports entertainment. So to me, SummerSlam is like a D, D plus at best. I'm sorry. I always say this. If you're going to get a meal at a restaurant, right, just because one portion of the meal was great doesn't mean that all the other five things that are a part of this meal are good. So just because your mashed potatoes were slamming don't mean that your, you know, your baked, uh, your baked mac and cheese was good or your steak was overcooked. You know, it doesn't supplement everything else. So I'm sorry, SummerSlam to me was a dud show. NXT, I thought was a really good show. Uh, I think we can all agree. And I said it earlier, uh, Dragonoff versus Walter is match of the year, in my opinion, as of right now. When I talk about pro wrestling, and you guys know me on the show, I'm the analytical, philosophical one, whatever. When I talk about <laughs> great pro wrestling, when I talk about how I say Ring of Honor, <laughs> from like 2004 to like 2012 was the best pro wrestling in the world period hands down anywhere that's what we saw with Walter Dragunov you know those two guys went out there and everything that they did looked violent and disturbing like because it was it, it was you know what I mean like when, when I talk about pro wrestling that's what I want to see I don't want to see goofy shit running around blah 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 uh, I thought it was a very physical NXT show top to bottom all the matches uh, you know what I mean uh, props to me aka Samoa Joe winning the title for the third time y'all are welcome um, <laughs> anybody who watches the show, the show. and uh, to the CM Punk thing uh, I am a big CM Punk fan as you guys know I'm a diehard ROH guy I followed I followed Punk's career from the Indies to WWE and to now AEW, and I am happy he is back. I'm sorry for all the people who want to criticize the guy. He has been the most beloved pro wrestler in the past 10 to 15 years, and I don't care what anybody says. The guy hasn't mm -hmm. been in this business for almost, two. what was it, 2,766 days and his name has consistently been yelled throughout mm -hmm. arenas 
waiting for this man to return. J nobody's screaming for we want Cena. Nobody's screaming we want Rock. No one's <coughs> screaming we want Stone Cold. Everyone is screaming CM Punk's name. Whether you like the guy or dislike him, you cannot deny that this guy is not one of those people in pro wrestling that we cared about. Whether you liked him or disliked him, you cared about this guy. And the fact that he's back in professional wrestling, and yes, I agree with his statement, when he left in 2005 from Ring of Honor, he went That's to sports entertainment, he wasn't doing pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. He's back in professional wrestling. Professional wrestling fans should be excited. And uh, really quick to Mitch's point about the Darby Allen thing, I'm kind of happy he's not with Kenny Omega because this solidifies what Ring, uh, what AEW always says. Wins and losses matter. You got to get wins and losses. If they were to just throw him in there, it would have been WWE sports entertainment all over again. He's got to earn his shot. And the story of Punk getting back into this business, getting knocking the rust off, being prepared for a guy like Kenny Omega down the line or a hangman Adam Page or whatever, it's going to be great. So let's enjoy the ride of Punk coming back. Oh, <laughs> what up, Kyle? <laughs> don't worry. He's good. Oh, don't worry. Kyle's going to have fun tonight. Kyle's going to have fun tonight. But yeah, those are my takes for the weekend. All right. What you got, Mr. Mayor Man? Well, yeah. Ryan uh, capped his thing with what I wanted to add on the CM Punk thing was, yeah, you got to have him climb his way back in. As he expressed in the promo, he clearly lost his love for the sport. And it was pro wrestling versus sports entertainment. That was the highlight of this wrestling weekend to me. And on this show, I I was the least bit of CM Punk fan. But because I seen this promo this week and seen the rejuvenation and the passion that he really had for professional wrestling, he might turn me around. Depending on how they take care of him. Within AEW, they might turn me around on him. But he was the highlight of the week, the weekend, and the week in general. At first, then you go to Saturday with SummerSlam. We had the group chat popping that whole night. And like Brian said, this is why we cool, Brian. It's D-plus also. D-plus also. <laughs> to me, the match of the night was the women's three-way. Edge and Seth was a very good match but for me two other guys that i wasn't the hugest fans of but this era of edge post seven year break i'm starting to like what he's doing i'm starting to like him a little more neck rollins i'm still i, I appreciate what neck rollins does <laughs> but then wwe did the smart thing in putting SummerSlam on saturday because once we got the pro wrestling show on Sunday, y'all know in the chat, I said the second match in. This already trumped whatever went on in SummerSlam. Like that. The way Raquel uh, uh, flipped uh, uh, Lose World, and we all thought Raquel was losing because she's supposedly getting the call up, and she was the beast that she was. Plus the psychology in that match was just like... They made her work to what's name's level, and then Walter Dragonoff. That that beat CM Punk's return. That match for me beat CM Punk's return. Match of the year, and earlier that day, I just I went back and watched Triple Mania, Kenny Omega and and Andrade.
And I was watching that like this is the match of the year for me so far until Walter Dragunov. And then it was just like, holy shit. Holy shit. It was the reason WWE put NXT second because pro wrestling would have trumped whatever they did on SummerSlam. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. From top to bottom, NXT, the NXT show was the far better pay-per-view. Iffy, you could say iffy finish on Nicole uh, O'Reilly, even though I wanted O'Reilly to win. He got the W. You know, Samoa Joe, like Lou mentioned, he, he did start to look a little blown up. But once he hit that muscle buster, it was just like, oh, yeah, he killed that. He did that shit. But Walter Dragunov was like, take this how y'all want people. But that match reminded me that they call my people colored people. Nah, y'all are the real colored people. Because <laughs> yeah. Dragunov, Dragunov's freaking chest. Was the color of Perf- Mitch's shirt? Well, it was, yeah, it was darker than Mitch's shirt. That shit was purple shirt at the end of the night. <laughs> and every single time Walter made a chop, I mean, Jagannath's chops was vicious, but every single time Walter made a chop, he made me go, "Oh, <clears throat> him. So, me too. Outstanding, outstanding weekend of pro wrestling as a whole. I just it. it WWE just showed themselves the difference between sports entertainment, pro wrestling, and I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right, Nick, before I turn it over to you so we can kind of bounce off of each other and everything, it, it kind of explains the experience of actually being there for the SummerSlam card. I got some, I got some shit to address with motherfucking Dan and goddamn Lou. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can can we address the fact that my brother Nick is not acknowledging Jesus or Roman in his room today? Oh, <laughs> nah, my girl don't my girl don't my girl don't feel good today, so I'm out here. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> All right, so. that's a miss. That's an inside of uh, past episodes. You go back and you'll catch it. I got a clock that doesn't work. work. <laughs> hey, it's right twice a day. So. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, and Brian just joined us as well. We we have a all elite uh, iPhone wrestling chat. Only people with iPhones are welcomed in there. No green bubbles allowed. So, um, nope. I, I invited Lou, Brian, and uh, Dan most recently. You know, Brian was like, "Oh, patch me in, bro. Patch me in." But when I got to Dan and Lou. Dan and Lou was like, oh, man, I'm in like 30 group chats. I hate group chats, man. Whatever. No, blah, 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 blah. no, I didn't just, say that. Just, I, I no, do. No, 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 no. Not, your time for talking is not, not now. <laughs> I hate group chats. <laughs> There's already shitting on the idea before I can even finish the text okay, message. Okay, embellish my side of the story. Keep going. Embellish my side. Keep going. So I patched them in. And ever since Lou and Dan been in the group chat, it's been nobody else but Lou and Dan in the group chat. I'm like, God damn. No, 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 no. You know, I got to right stop putting names to numbers so I know who's who. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Because you got too much to say. Wait. So. I'm on the time oh, schedule. Shit. Bye-bye. shit, Dan got put on. Wow. Because you got too much to say. So I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Because, like, I'm trying to look at some shit, and my shit is just, like, blowing the fuck up, blowing the fuck up. I pick up my phone. Nick can uh, verify this. 
94 motherfucking text messages. And majority of them was Lou and Dan. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is going on between the sheets and my own home? I was like, what? And he was like, baby, let me Nah, explain. it's all good. I, I mean, it's a goddamn, it's a fucking self, self-fulfilling prophecy. It's a self-prophecy. Hey, I like shit. You in the group chat now? Funny. I and just thought it was funny. Oh yeah, I, that I, the I, I like shitting on it is the ones that's making it pop, and that's pretty. First cool. off, you lied about me shitting on it, but secondly, we respected the fact when you said, "Yo, please be quiet." You lied, and, and we respected it until you said, "I think Nick said, all right, we got it on mute. Do not disturb." So y'all could go ahead, and then me and Lou just went at it. Then, yeah, so yeah, we did that. We did yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we did that. No, before, no, but, but it's all cool. Before, I just I wanted to, you know, we we holding court. You yeah, know, we got to bring the evidence to light and whatnot. But it's it's fun. It's it's all good. I mean, it's just like that's what it. that's what you want that for and everything. So it's all good. But Nick, uh, other than uh, me getting a boo boo on my knee from flipping off a water raft and shit at the water park <laughs> uh, yesterday. Uh, yeah, going through and some of your thoughts and everything about the, the week of professional right, so, wrestling. Yeah, and yeah, that's where the so, boo boo came in. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so first off, before before we get into anything, I want to talk about the chat, but it's one thing. So Brian, I thought I had your number from like back in Rhode Island. So there's been multiple times in this chat before. Where like, What's Brian up to, Brian? I'm like, wow, this prick never fucking answers me. <laughs> But you, because no, you were in the I, chat, I, and I thought you were. Well, when I when I became Team iPhone, I had to let go of the South Carolina number that I had, and I got a Rhode Island number. So I got you in there. Oh yeah. Okay, and, I'm and, a little you know, confused. But anyway, so, and so yeah, and then yeah, so, to talk uh, about that same thing, Brian. So you know, because um, when I passed you in, I got your number. Uh-huh. Uh You was like, uh, Carl don't like to pass the information and give people the heads up and shit, right? Never. So a while back, way back. I think when we first started the um, the whole iPhone group chat or whatever, I asked Carl for your number, and he gave me a number that indeed was not your number because I was texting you and asking you questions and shit, and I would never get a fucking response. <laughs> it's fucking Carl. Right, Look at the source. Look at the source. So first off, yeah. So first off, Friday. So CM Punk. I know we never really talk about it much in general. We just said we want him there, but anyway. Punk holds a low-key special place with me because the summer of Punk was when I was in high school and getting ready to leave for the military. And me, I was honestly going to stop watching. I was like, ah, I'm leaving for the military. Who knows when I'll have time to watch, blah, blah, blah. And at that point, it was going PG. I was like, yo, like, me and my boys would watch that. We kind of want that rock or, like, stone cold person, you know, because I grew up in the Attitude Era. I'm young. And then Punk was like, we love you. We love you. <laughs> and, like... Then whatever. So I've always had a low key, and I love punk. So I'm all about that. I thought that was awesome. I thought that was great. Uh, yeah, Saturday, um, like I said, we were there, so it's a little different. You know, outside looking in, like a lot of my boys like, well, you know, it could have been better. I had a blast, but I also was there with, like, with my girl, who is now into wrestling. I was with one of my good friends. You know what I mean? So a little bias on my end. Um, the, the big takeaways – me and Rob loved – I'm speaking on him for this one only because I know I can. We loved when Lashley beat the shit out of Goldberg and his son. I'm standing yes. in a section just saying, like, I was standing alone in a section, like, beat his ass, like, screaming. <laughs> um, so I probably, I probably looked really bad. 
Um, the big people who won won. The Brock thing was really cool because whatever. But the the part which I'll shit on, which I think we all could go on this whole thing about, was the Bianca Belair. Because we were kind of talking like when we were getting ready to go in, like, you know, Sasha doesn't fight like they got to have Becky, especially because of Punk, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So when he came out, like all of like everyone, we were excited to the point my girl was crying. She yes, Becky tears. Wife. There's video tears. evidence of the tears on uh, yeah, tears. Instagram. And then it ended, and the person who was crying 30 seconds before that was literally like, that was stupid. <laughs> and you got to think that's coming from someone who's like a fan, but like more an outside kind of fan, you know what like I mean? Like a casual fan. So me and Rob were like, me, yeah, exactly. Me and Rob were like, what the fuck? To the point I just got up and left. I was like, I'm going <laughs> yeah, go. to get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I kind of hypocritical though, because my girl loves Becky. So I came back with the Becky Lynch shirt. Very hypocritical, I guess, on my end. But uh, yeah, but I missed the whole Drew and gender thing. So I can't speak on that. I know nothing about it besides I heard three, two, one. Um, yeah. But no, I thought it was really, like I said, it, like Brian Lee, you said, when you're there, it's just a lot different. So in a weird way, I guess I'm happier I was there than at home because SummerSlam is a big pay-per-view I look forward to like everyone else. Um, I thought the Xavier Woods thing, I, I wasn't a fan of that. We talked about that. I'm trying to think what else was really cool. Oh, I know you guys kind of saw the videos. Yeah. Yeah, great cosplay. Well, but I don't, I don't know what videos you guys saw. I don't know what Rob sent or even what I sent. But the uh, the DJ before, like, the pre-show, that was insane. That they need to do nice. that every show. When they had Matt Riddle's theme mixed with Still Dre, like, in a low key, that was better than some of the show. Like, <laughs> we, were jam- we were fucking jamming out. But, uh, dude, dude, dude Rob caught dancing, And then take too. over. Yeah, yeah that, that dude. He was going all night. He was going literally all night. Um, and then I don't know if they, cause Rob was the one who pointed it out. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I didn't get, we kept hearing free concessions. She got a free water. I remember that, but, um, I don't know. We just never went to go, but one of my buddies there got like a free hot dog and a beer. But, um, so a lot of people are shitting on the internet about how, and Rob, you, I'm going to need you to explain more. Cause it was kind of just hype. First off, Viking Brock's awesome. <laughs> Big fan. But so Brock obviously came out. And was, yeah, it was full face, obviously, even high-fiving people. Yeah. And then Rob pointed to me, and I don't remember exactly what you said, but the, and I'll let you say your part, but he made it sound like Cena was the one that was like, I don't know oh, if yeah. that was scripted or not, but so, it looked like Cena yeah. was like, get him over here. So people are like, well, what the fuck? He beat up Cena. He's supposed to be this. But all right, Rob, you explain, because you're the one who yeah. was pointing it out to me. So um, when Brock came down there and him and Roman had to stare down, I imagine for the people that were watching – that he, you know, it went to black and everything after Roman got out of the ring and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So Cena was still there at ringside. You know, he got beat up and he rolled out of the ring when Brock came out. So when Brock was making his way back up the entranceway to to leave, Cena got got up on the apron and he called the ref over. He was waving him over and he went over to Cena and Cena was telling him to go get Brock. You know, just you know, pointing at Brock at the entranceway. <laughs> So the referee jumped up and sprinted all the way up sprinted. the goddamn uh, <laughs> entranceway to grab Brock before he got to the tunnel. And he was, you know, he was whispering in his ear and te- pointing back at the ring. And that's when Brock turned around and he went back to the ring and Cena rolled up and he fucking he beat his ass and he left again. <laughs> so that was so that was pretty much. And it was funny because that was for the house. Go tell him to get back because, here. Because I'll get my ass. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I'll give it to Cena. He played the crowd. This is how I knew it was a play thing. Like, it, like I think it was spur of the moment. Because the second Brock went through the curtain, Cena was like this. Right when Brock's music ended, Cena's came on, and he literally rolled right out of the ring and started high-fiving people. Mm-hmm. So, like, he, he didn't really sell it once Brock left. But I think he did, and then he's like, all right, Brock's gone. My music's on. Cool, get up, high-fives, hugs, all that. Yeah. Uh, like I said, a little when you're on our side of things, but I thought it was really dope. Okay. Yeah, so this whole week of professional wrestling for me has been banana. You know, especially because I got to watch a lot of it because, you know, I'm in a position with work to where, like, I have the opportunity to it's, it's to been banana. watch all those things. Yeah, banana. banana. <laughs> to watch all those all right, things. Patterson. And I was just, uh, I watch. I didn't watch the ROH yet because I usually stack those in bulk so I can watch them the next week. But um, I was kind of sad about the Kiara Hogan incident. Both of them, which are... You know, they had her hair, her extensions on uh, Impact. You know, I was like, oh, she gone. But I'm happy for her to be on the other side. Hey, uh, you know, she got the match. Uh, she, she, just signed, she just signed to NWA Power, by the way. That makes I don't know if y'all. She just signed to NWA Power. Okay, so to see her have the match with Cargill, I mean, it made sense. It shouldn't have been uh, like a, a wildly competitive match because of how they're building with Cargill. And I like them both. So I was torn. I was like, oh, oh, what? You know, but then the CM Punk thing. I've said it that like, I'm glad that the shit is over, that it's done, that he shown his face, the crowd got the reaction. He said what he had to say, and now we can continue on with business as usual. Because, I mean, it, I'm just like that in general. That's just me and how I am. It's like I'm tired of people just talking about shit. I would rather for the shit just to happen and we get on with the rest of the shenanigans after the fact because it, it gets on my goddamn nerves. It's like, oh, see him, punk. I heard his penis was 12 inches long and his balls was like two bowling balls and all kind of shit. And I was like, "Shut the fuck up, damn! Shut the fuck up!" I don't up. know. Just I don't like, know what. I don't. Just know what brought you? I don't, I don't know what like brought you much. there. I know. I mean, it was in the group chat. Yeah, I kept putting it in there. Um, <laughs> right to the dick and balls. <laughs> no, no, but, no, I mean, my nah, friend. I mean, I, I, they were dick ride. There you go. I should have said it that way. They were dick. Hold ride. tight, my man. <laughs> but um, I was just like, I was. And I was also tired of the other end of it. It's just like people were saying stupid shit like, oh, they should say straight out that he's coming because people are spending money to go to the show in Chicago. And it was like, why don't you like surprises? You know, I, I think I applaud AEW for how they did that shit. You know, it's just like they subtly hinted at it, but they didn't outright say it. You know, Real quick, and that's how it should be. That's how you build anticipation. That's how you build a surprise. I mean, that's what what you need. Everybody want everything, goddamn, right now. You know, like, wait, on that point, on that point, right there, real quick. I again, like you just said, applaud AEW because everybody knew in a way, and it still was a surprise. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to say. It still was yeah. a surprise. 
my my biggest pet peeve about the whole CM Punk thing when it comes to people hating on a guy and all this other stuff, like to me, it's just people who like took offense to him leaving WWE. And I'm looking at it like, like mm-hmm. even with the whole Roman comments, like, oh, he wasn't a draw. He wasn't as big as this person. It's like you're comparing him to you're comparing someone who's known from a mom and pop shop who got really famous, who's now going back to a similar mom and pop shop with a lot more money. And people want to talk about like, you know, him not being a draw. Did y'all see the photos of the lines of the T-shirt sales in Chicago? Did y'all know that if you go on Spotify right now, or I'm sorry, on iTunes right now, Cult of Personality is number five right now? Like, when he left the arena, the people in Chicago said when you walked out of the United Center, his fists were up on all over the building. People were Mm -hmm. leaving the building in their cars, uniting and simultaneously playing Cult of Personality as they're leaving the building. When was the last time you seen somebody in the pro wrestling business or sports entertainment business who has that type of effect on people? Like that's just my it's, opinion. It's no, like they you can't deny shirt, the dude's fandom. They said his shirt so, sold out in less dope. than a minute. The website was crashed. I, yeah. I was me and my girl were both yeah. trying to get on the website and they were crashed. I love CM and Punk. And if you go on right now, right, John Cena and The Rock are bigger stars than CM Punk, and they always will be. Yeah, that's they are. All, that's all Roman was saying. Yeah, yeah. And and if you're talking yeah. about like. The, the world in general, yes, The Rock or uh, Dwayne Johnson and John Cena are bigger stars. But yes. you can't denounce that in professional wrestling, this guy wasn't a megastar. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't have to. Oh, yeah. Like, he I can say this. star in WWE because he worked with The Rock, because he worked with The Undertaker, Triple H, John Cena. CM Punk would never be at the level that he's at now if he didn't have that WWE run. Yeah, that's totally, I, totally agree with that. But and that's but without what, a but, WrestleMania, and that's without a WrestleMania freaking uh, what's the name main event. True, hundred percent agree, Mitch. Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. Like I said, my biggest pet peeve is the fact that people are just going to shit on him just to shit on him, you know, because of the whole loyalist portion of the fan base. It's like you can be loyal to one thing, but you can't hate on like to me. I've never been someone to hate on somebody else's greatness. I'm I'm from New England, uh, Nick. You know. We're Celtics fans out here. You know what I'm saying? I will never not say Kobe Bryant wasn't a great player or LeBron James wasn't a great player or that Derek Jeter was a great player. A-Rod can still suck it. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to rip on any of those guys saying, oh, they weren't megastars because they didn't play for my team. Like, to me, you're, you're, that's just hating the hate. You know what I mean? The guy left, he and like he said in his quote-unquote apology, he, he left, he made personal decisions to do things on his own personal accord, he did his thing, whether he succeeded or failed, that was on him. You know what I mean? So don't don't hate the guy because he left your promotion. Hate the guy because he he kicked your dog or some shit. You know what I mean? Like if he did something personal to you, I get it. But I, I don't understand the hate, just the hate. Yeah. Yeah. My apologies, B Rob. That's it. My apologies, B Rob. We stepped we stepped on your review of the weekend. Apologize. Oh, no, it's my fine. apologies. Oh no, that's fine. That's fine. It's just like uh, Nick can point at this as well. I mean, at the show, it's just like, I got fucked up for a minute. <laughs> so, because like Nick jumping up and down, he getting into it like a like a wrestling fan does. And I'm sitting down and Nick is like, you all right? I was like, I'm good, bro. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, so, so uh, speaking on that, I feel bad because you can even ask my girl. I had no intentions of like even drink. I didn't get drunk or anything like that. But I blame Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because I buy the beer right when we walk in, and Rob's like, one beer. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I, then I, next thing you know, it was like three beers. 
Polar what? bears. I'm like, Rob, I'm like, I'm like, Rob, Shout I out tequila. Like, go get a drink. I'll, yeah. Th- then I was like, Rob, let's go get a drink. I'll buy. He's like, okay. And then later he looks Shout at me. Shout out tequila. He, he's Shout like, out beer. Another beer. Another tequila. Yeah. Another yeah. whiskey. Then, then he's like, do, he's like, do I beer. get food or go? Or, or do I get food or get a drink? And me and my girl both look at him all stupid. We're like, a drink. He comes back with both. But anyway, but yeah, so he had a long day. He was up early and all that. So like, yeah, like Edge is coming out entrances, and Rob's just like sitting there, and I'm like, this isn't Rob. Like, this is not. And so I'm like, yo, you good? Like you tired or whatever? And then he was like, yeah, I'm good, and I was like. All right, well, I'm recording. Called you weak. Think during the Miz and Morrison segment that we were going to get Stone Cold Steve Austin? No. 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 I was, I was just no. waiting for it. To I was telling. I was just waiting. Yeah, for it. Been great. the only thing I, I, the only thing I really, the only thing I want to rewatch, which actually Rob, Rob told me to do it yesterday. Because at one point I was looking on my phone. I watched the Walter match again right when I go home. But we were watching it at the restaurant, and there we sent you that. So obviously that was great. But um, I want to watch Edge's entrance because <sighs> where we were sitting, where yeah. you guys could see, like we, we like so like until I saw photos, I didn't know there was fire. Like we couldn't yeah. see that. So I got I gotta watch mm. that again. Yeah, because like but Rob, we, Rob and we, I both where we sat, we were right above the entrance. So this is where the people come out. We were right here. <laughs> so where the like heck was Gang Oh, one thing he lives in Vegas. Where was mm-hmm. Gangrel? I know. Oh, one thing I'll say to you guys <laughs> not under contract. Like if you decide if you guys ever decide Yeah, hell to yeah, dude. Exactly. Or if you ever decide to go to a football game there or like money in the bank next year, you like, so we had original seats high or whatever. Then we didn't that or football stadium is not that big. Like, so if you got tickets in the 300, some p- people might think like, Oh, that sucks. Like 300 wouldn't be bad at all. Mm-hmm. So just, just to throw that out there, if you guys go or ever go to a Legion stadium, like uh, Brian, have you been to Gillette? I've been to Gillette a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, so like it's not even close. Like it's it's, oh, okay. it's a very small stadium. Really? That okay. sounds like the old. That yeah, like but the on old the outside, town. it looks huge. Yeah, it looks it looks humongous. Like for That's, for I think it is is more like a vertical thing or whatever because uh, they have seats like if I look up the seats are like there. I'm like God damn, you know. But like wideways or whatever, it's like small. That sounds like the old mm. continent. So Airlines realistically, a wrestling show you can sit wherever. That sound like the Continental Airlines Jersey. Yeah, don't sit on the field. The Continental Airlines in Jersey. I I Mm. sat there. My father took us to a house show there years ago, back when Ahmed Johnson was still in there. And literally in that place, just like you mentioned, Continental Airlines, like there was no, I mean, well, the same place. There's no bad seat. Even with a small ass ring, you could be all the way in the nosebleeds and it still looks like you are pretty close. Kind of reminds me Brian, of like it's Hammerstein. like the Dunkin' Donuts Center. It's like the Dunkin' Donuts Center, too. You can say anything okay. there. But I just got to say right. one thing I have to head out. Um, so remember, what was it, week or the week before you were shitting on me for not going to Raw tonight? I'm still not going to Raw tonight, even though it's only 15 minutes away. <laughs> and he get in free. And he get in free. And I get in free. So that I just want to say, and this has come from me. Like I said it to Rob. I think we were walking out. I was like, I like AEW, but... I, I'm an aide. I'm a WWE loyalist. You know, that's just how I am. I can go for free 50 minutes away, and that's how bad the raw product is that I'm, wow. not, I'm not going. 
Because think about it, like, okay, Adam Cole might show up. That would if Adam Cole shows up tonight. If Adam Cole showed up tonight, I'd be upset. And maybe if they'd never had Karrion Cross there and they didn't fuck with them, then I'd be like, ah, that would have been kind of cool to see. But Keith Lee's back. Like, everyone's back. Like, there's, there's no reason for me to go. So I was like, fuck that. I'm not wasting my time. And I just drove today and I'm tired. But hey, and then one last thing. Did you guys see did any of you got that Nick Khan thing I sent? Yeah, I yes. watched it earlier. I watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. What did you yeah. think? He seems he think? seems like a good he seems like a good and smart business dude. And I mean he didn't really give no vibes of anything, to be honest. To me, to me. Goddamn like, professional. Yeah, he didn't really he, give no like Go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 you go. I was just gonna say it didn't seem like a bad guy. No, I was I just wanted <laughs> to say like he really he really didn't give no tells towards anything, in my opinion. Especially when uh Ariel asked him the are you guys gonna sell question. And he's he was pretty much like, Well, yeah, we're gonna listen to who, whatever offer, but we're going to continue to try to make the business even more profitable so when the time comes but he didn't really delve deep into the cuts. I mean, that and sounds all. like some uh, person that's selling would say. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah but just, to me, to me, it, that was my point of view. It was just funny because Rob showed me the highlights last night. I was like, I got to listen to this, especially when he said Raw for four hours and SmackDown for eight. Then when you mm. listen he to him, he's that clearly shit. making a joke. Because he, <laughs> he's like, you do that, yeah, I'm going to make all the money in the world. Fuck yeah, run that bitch 24 hours. Like, like personally, right, boys, I have to I wa- head out. All right. Well, Nick, oh, no, I was going to say really quick, hear, Nick. No, I want to hear what you said. No, I was going to say, when, when it comes to the Nick Khan interview, I think it was a smart business move for WWE to pick the guy up. Like, the guy obviously knows what he's doing. But as fans, it does, like, I don't relate to it because I'm looking at it from a fan's perspective. I always say this. I'm like, with all due respect to the business aspect, Vince McMahon is a genius. The guy's making money hand over fist. As a wrestling fan, it's like, what are you doing for me? What he's telling me they want to do, I don't like. But when it comes to the business aspect of it, I have nothing but respect for the guy. The guy seems like he knows what he's doing. He doesn't seem like an idiot. It's not like he's just like, oh, fuck the fans. He's like, no, for business reasons, we're doing this, this, and this. You know what I mean? So it it doesn't bother me. For what you said right there goes Hmm. back to he was talking on sports entertainment. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter what the wrestling fan thought. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lot yeah. of that's a, another piece of what I got out of it because even him is already under the Vince McMahon brainwashing of don't call them wrestlers he called them superstars you mm-hmm. even heard Pat McAfee on SummerSlam almost slip up and call them superstars mm-hmm. he almost called them wrestlers called them superstars so he was speaking to the sports entertainment fan the sports entertainment person. He wasn't really talking to us professional wrestling fans. And and that's another thing, too. Like, obviously, we were there live, so we didn't hear the commentary. But just to watch McAfee at a distance, that shit's just entertaining in itself. Pat McAfee is gold. <laughs> Pat McAfee is fucking gold. So at, so at some point in the matches, I was like, Rob, just look at Pat. And Pat was like, Yeah, just like, look at him. <laughs> oh, the Shinsuke thing, the Shinsuke thing got over huge in that. Yo, what Man, he said, what he said, crowd, what he said on TV, what he said on TV was, I don't know if this table is going to hold me. <laughs> <laughs> then my last thing that I'm heading out, um, <laughs> I know I said that like twice, but uh, fucking, so because I didn't say anything about the triple threat match because it was good, but if Rob remembers, he just said he was a little drunk, but that crowd 
was very, very, very yeah. pro Charlotte. Very, yeah, and was, against Nikki. Like Nikki Gaboon and Nikki Charlotte and got all like, about Charlotte. All about Charlotte. Like Char- like you would have thought like Charlotte's never won a title before. That's how they were kind of treating it. Like people were going nuts for Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But like Brian said, she did great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say it all the time. I'm like, nothing against Charlotte Flair. I don't like the fact that she's been, you know, yeah. prorated like 10 titles. But, you know what I mean? Like, the girl's good in the ring. And to me, personally, this match was the best she's ever looked. Uh, Gabe got some strong opinions on her. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I completely I did, agree. Did, like, I'm not, not a, I'm not a big star Charlotte stan, but she's fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. She's fucking, like, she carries matches. So she doing there's a reason why they push her like they yeah. awesome and then it like, goes back to everything it. that I always say or whatever. yeah it goes back to everything that i always say is like i say that i don't like somebody but that's just my personal preference i'm not discrediting their skill set or what they bring to the product or the business you know so that's just what well, it is i mean right and right. i like charlotte i i personally do like charlotte because i let's keep it real she is one of if not the greatest women's worker in the world one of them it's just like i said to my boy alex who is the super wwe stand of all like shitting on everything aw just because it's not disney what the hell? and 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 charlotte the way they've treated charlotte was the way vince tried to shove roman down our throats until they finally got roman right which is this head of the table thing that's kind of how i see they built charlotte and let's think about it also. You said she got prorated all those belts. Who really was of the caliber of her to carry those belts? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you could have did it for you could have been twelve time champ now? Twelve? Like yeah, they 12 took away two title runs. Like. Oh, they did? Yeah, they, yeah, took, they took away, away the, the NXT titles. The, yeah, they read kind of NXT shits. Yep. Oh, so you know what? Then I don't because they don't I give a fuck about NXT. NXT. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't, I don't, I don't like WWE and their uh, selective memory and, and recollection of history because they they, they want to say Cena was going to top of going to break Ric Flair sixteen or whatever. Meanwhile, Ric Flair is at like eighteen or twenty or more. I think he's at 23. Yeah, just like how they discount the Dudleys who are at twenty four, but will only recognize. Uh, I, you know what? I, I'll stop. I'll mm-hmm. stop. I'm about I'm about to break out and come back in a little while too because I'm leaving work soon. So I'll rock out and I'll disappear and come back. So just to let you know on here. Sorry. Shizzle. You know what? Did you guys see the graphic on Twitter or whatever WWE put out? They put Jeff Jarrett as a 10-time champ or something. I couldn't believe that. They count as they two red Holy wow. shit. Really? He's got him. Yeah, Jarrett's He's got, got him. him. Really? Yeah. I- He's got like three or four in uh, WCW alone, mm-hmm. like late two, late yep. late early late nineties, early two thousands. I'll send y'all a little uh, cartoon thing that was on Wrestling with Regret that they did like a whole cartoon timeline of the WCW champions from when they first recognized it, and you'll see at the end it was like Flair, Jarrett, Sting, Jarrett, Jarrett, Booker T, Jarrett. Like, he he's he's got a lot and deservedly so. And interesting, you mentioned that name because I just finished last week's uh, Jeff Jarrett podcast, which is a very good, by the way. Spend my days working hard on the go. Let's go. It's my soul. It's my soul. 
So, so right so up there Rick where Flair rap is has 20, Rick Flair is recognized as having officially 21 championships. I had to look it up. 21 mm-hmm. time world champ, not 16. So, so, so we know, just pretend like Jerry Lawler wasn't a thing out of them. What, what Jerry said in that? Google it. Very well. <laughs> Google Jerry Lawler world hey, title reigns. Jerry Lawler. Let's talk about let's let's uh let me let me talk about WWE champion Bobby Lashley because man, what a what a year for that guy and, and the WWE championship I think is still the most important championship in the world, you know, besides my championship. Um mm-hmm. but I thought Goldberg looked great, by the way, Jesus especially Christ. compared to his match with Drew. He looked I mean, dude, for fifty-five the guy looked great, especially how bad he looked at the Rumble. And then, uh, what I was going to say is, what's next for Goldberg, man? It looks, I mean, I what's next for Bobby Lashley? Holy what's, shit. What's, ne- yeah. what's, next for, what's next for the WWE Bobby Lashley? Because, uh, That's 160 you know what I mean? Like, championships for Jerry Lawler. Yeah, AWA, <laughs> though. AWA is AWA. This motherfucker not, got 168 championships. The what the fuck is that? Like I said, they they ain't gonna acknowledge it in WWE. Probably a hundred. They were. They were. They were recognized World Heavyweight Championships at the time. It wasn't WCW, NWA. It wasn't WWF. It wasn't ECW. But they were recognized world titles. In territories, in one region of the country, still counts. It does. Trust me, I'm the champ of uh, Chico, California. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but Bobby, but yo, but Lash, Lashley, uh, Lashley, and and, and uh, what's the name? And Goldberg, uh, Goldberg, yeah. bi- body wise, body wise, definitely did look. He looked good. Like he looked like he got in great shape for that match. He just got blown up way too early. He got blown up way too early. Um, fun fact about freaking Lashley, I didn't learn about until. I watched his Broken Skull sessions after SummerSlam. I didn't know he was Panamanian. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Panamanian at all, but it, it yeah. you know explains his look now. Like I, I can see it in him now. Now that you look at his face, I see it in him. But I, the last thing I'll give on that, whoever dropped in that in the chat group that meme, it's been doing successful on my Facebook page. Yes, what, my fucked kids face. Fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude. Hey, no lie. There were kids around me, and you can ask Nick. He can verify. When Bobby started putting the Nelson on, on your boy, I was like, fuck them kids! Fuck them! <laughs> and then they had all kids, like, in the row behind me and shit, and I was just like, yeah, fuck them kids. Fuck them. Like, like, hey, what's I'm a next father? for Lashley? Y'all? Definitely what's want to... Lashley? I, say, I say it should be Triple H. Right, so Triple H can do him like they did Booker T? No. No, no so Triple I don't H want put him over, man. Let's, let's make Lashley Lesnar uh, WrestleMania worthy. This is my problem with what occurred at the end of SummerSlam. The guy that we all want for Lashley is now fighting Roman. Roman, yeah. Like, but Brian, yeah, why, exactly. Why it, but Brian, it makes sense because the the Brock storyline could have went with either one of them too. Yeah, and what it is with 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 Roman is you got. I, like I mentioned, the, 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 the in butler the middle. in the middle of Heyman. Yep. But see, here's the problem. The name you just said is the focal point of the storyline. Yes. Who deserves one, in my opinion, because the man's a legend 
in the business. No, no I agree I mean, with that. I agree with that. But nah, this, nah. This it's, end, it's, I gotta, I gotta, disagree, with, I gotta disagree with that. Like I, hey. everybody, everybody who really, when when Lashley came back, everybody really wanted to suck and Lashley. Like that was, that would have been the like solution or the perfect next setup for Bobby for Bobby for. It would have been perfect to have <laughs> what are you, a WWE right come back after him. Yeah. That Bobby way, Horn. That <laughs> way you can yeah, Bobbly. Bob that Ash. way you can have the two of them. Let them get it out. It and actually oh, focus on the two instead of focusing on Paul Heyman. <laughs> Bobby Ashley. Um, yeah, I'm that's how it is. I mean, we do a Mitch puns in here. So, like, like I said, we do a Mitch puns in here because we got it. We got it. Um, I knew the that little boy is, is Bobbly Harm. Bobbly Harm. There you go. We just cleared the code out of, out of Mitch. Hey, hold on, hold on. We're gonna book the book. Bobbly, Bobbly. Ashley versus Roman Reigns. No, did you hear that though? He said a, a little, little bit, bit of the bobbly. I got the shirt in the other room. I'll go grab it. Yeah, but, no, thank, but, but like yeah, I was Roman saying, Reigns. yeah, thank you. Paul Heyman's <laughs> going to be the focal point of the storyline. It's not going to be about Roman or 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 Brock. Yeah, gonna, it, as long as it ends with um Heyman on the pole match, we good. I, I vote forklift. Right, well, my question: What's next for Bobbly? What's next? <laughs> is it Triple H? Is it? I mean, who who's who's getting bobbled? I mean, yes. obviously they're gonna run that Goldberg shit back. So it seems like That's they're just gonna keep going but, with Goldberg. Yeah. But I think I think idea. they're gonna we'll find out tonight. I but eventually, I think they might have to do with Big E, and they might have to run that with Big E. And set up like the like the automatic like I'm gonna cash in here and then build the match like that. I think that's what they might have. Well, to the do draft's got to be happening soon, right? Yeah, draft, draft, that, draft's that, next month. Oh, Nick threw out AJ. He said he had to leave, but he's still in the chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Guys a- want to know what I think? What's gonna happen with Big E? I'd like, like to the that. ultimate cash in. How that's gonna go down? I think uh, well, I think we'll get Rock Roman at Mania, and I think it doesn't even matter who goes over with Rock Roman. It could be Roman, it could be Rock. It doesn't matter because Big E's got to cash in on the winner. That's how you make a superstar out of Rock Roman. Roman's already a star. Rock's a mega star. It doesn't matter who wins. E cashes in. E ends Mania as the champ. I'm with and it. that was and Thank that's you. the way. That was the right way to do a return. Let Rock. Face Roman in an actual match. If you're listening, people who booked Becky fucking squash, book them in an actual match. Let The Rock take the belt, and then Hulk Hogan WrestleMania six by uh, what's name comes in and takes it back and puts it back on an active wrestler. That makes total sense. Yeah, I mean, and that's exactly what I was saying about the whole thing with um Bobby and Goldberg. I was like, well, shit, let, go, let Goldberg win, and then E can cash in on Goldberg, big meaty men slapping meat, and boom, get go. the belt. <laughs> but I like yeah. what Nick said, though. I like what Nick said, though, because I, I, I agree with AJ. 
pay him back for having to work with almost, which I like. Don't get me wrong. But he played he played the good hand as the tag team partner, not pay him back. I'll, really quick, I'll say this about almost get this man the hell off my television screen. I am done with him. <laughs> he he's big for nothing. Please. I understand. I, I I'm Please. I'm so over this dude. There's there's nothing you don't like to the him. black Gonzalez, the black Kali. Oh, <laughs> that's disrespectful to Kali. That's disrespectful to Kali. Oh, but uh, on, but no, the only other thing I can honestly think of is if we're ever gonna get this Lashley Goldberg, uh, this Lashley Goldberg, um, not Goldberg. I'm sorry, Lesnar match. You have to do it at bragging rights. He's got to take the belt off yes, early. Survivor Series. Huh? No, yes, bragging rights. Yeah, no, no, that's what Survivor Series is now, bragging rights. It's yeah, exactly. You got to do that bragging rights. time of the year where they face him to do you're gonna have, You're going to have to shock the world, take the belt off Roman, have him go away for a little bit, come back, regain his heat, destroy Brock Lesnar. Maybe he took Brock lightly because now that he's head of the table, Brock comes in, runs through him, takes the belt at uh, whatever's coming up, Halloween Havoc or whatever they're doing. Fucking have Lashley have the the match with uh, Brock at Bragging Rights. Lashley could either win or lose, whatever you want to do. But then have Roman come back, win the belt in time for some uh, for Royal Rumble. Move on to Mania with the Rock. Roman's not losing uh, that belt to Mania. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to see the year run too. We I want to see. Trust me, I do too. But I I don't I don't know what's set up for anybody because I I say it on the show all the time. Who on Raw is built for Lashley? No Who on SmackDown is built for Roman? No one. Draft. That's the problem. Even no with the draft, who's going to be built for who? Bobbly versus well, Reigns. Obviously, Goldberg and Brock <laughs> are the two top contenders. That's so the problem. Whoever's under those guys. And that's the problem. It, I mean, it's it's the way it is. Yeah. Get over Kevin Owens. Get more over. Get over. Uh, <laughs> and AJ, AJ Styles will be fine. AJ Styles, if he can be, he can slip right in there anytime he wants. Oh, easily, yeah. Um, Randy Orton can do the same thing. But yeah, there's not a lot of top guys. That's the problem with the wrestling business. No, that's the been... problem with WWE, not yeah. the wrestling business. Dude, who, who in AEW you have MJF, MJF Jungle Boy, Boy, Darby Allen, you have <laughs> No. They're not over. Jungle Boy, bro. Come on. I know Jungle Boy. He's great. I love him. He is not a top guy. No, you asked who was over. Originally, no, asked who was over. Top guy. Who's the top guy? Oh, you got Jericho. You got Kenny Omega. You got, um, like I said, Darby Allen. You got uh, pretty much anybody that's in the inner circle. Sammy Guevara just got over ridiculously huge the past week or two. Um, you're building up a lot of stars in AEW. Yeah, hell, even that new kid, Danny Garcia, who hasn't won a single match yet. This kid has been on fire. He's not even under contract, and they're putting him in main event matches. AEW is developing, and this is where Kenny Omega, back when this whole quote-unquote war started, he said the truth. We're developing stars. They're developing talent. That was the big difference. And AEW, and here's the other kicker. You can throw anybody on that roster in a main event on a Dynamite or on a Rampage or even up to a pay-per-view, and they will still get views. WWE, yeah, you can't do that. There's so many top guys, in the, and that's what makes being a top guy special. MJF is a top guy. That you got to give AEW credit for that. They have made a 24-year-old kid a top guy in the wrestling business. That's amazing. But other than that, it's like it's Jericho, it's Punk, it's Kenny Omega. Yeah, but here's the difference between AEW and what WWE does. AEW has a large variety of performers that they utilize on a bi-weekly basis, not on a weekly basis. WWE, the main roster, only has about 34 men. 
On SmackDown, there's about, or I'm sorry, on Raw, there's about 34 guys. Half of those guys are not mm-hmm. utilized properly, and half of them are in the 24-7 title run and back in Titus Catering. On SmackDown, you got about 24 guys, and you're alternating 24 guys every week using the same people every week. They're not developing anybody into a star. AEW is building stars, utilizing them either on dark, on elevation, or when they get up to the main roster or get up to the main show on Dynamite and now Rampage. AEW utilizes their talent a lot better, so that way if they don't have a CM Punk, Kenny Omega, John Moxley, or Eddie Kingston on the show, they can go with the B team of, say, an MJF, a Chris Jericho, a Darby Allin, or a Jungle Boy. That's the difference between the two companies and what they're doing. That's why I say AEW can develop stars better than WWE can because WWE mm. keeps their pockets so small. Hopefully with this NXT change that's supposedly going yeah, down, uh, they're going to pull up a lot of those guys and give more depth to their roster. When you're working with 30 dudes compared to a company working with 125, there's a big difference. I don't necessarily disagree. I'm just saying I feel WWE has more top guys than AEW. And a lot of them are part-timers, the Goldbergs, the Lesners, Roman That's Reigns, the problem. Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Daniel yeah. Bryan just left, whatever. I think he's coming back. What, what do you guys think's happening with Daniel Bryan? He's been signed. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. That's Bye. the thing. Oh, I don't know what's happened. Supposedly he's, yeah. I mean, I don't know for sure. I don't think anybody knows for sure. But supposedly that's the, he's supposed to be signed already so i will i won't say for sure uh, but let's just say let's just say the new york show at the at the stadium there it's pretty much set in stone and uh just give it this the final the final countdown has already been purchased by tony khan for for license and and so daniel bryan and bray wyatt it's like whoo that's uh, i mean here's the thing wwe should have more top guys in AEW, right they've been around 100 years but it's like Dude, AEW right now is definitely like making huge moves to the point where things are gonna get real interesting towards the end of this year. And uh, I'm 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 loving it, man. We're all loving it as wrestling fans, you know. Yeah, and it and it, it circles back around to what we were been been talking about over these past couple of episodes and everything. When you talk about wrestling. You talk about AEW and all the other companies, MLW and everything else. But when you talk about wrestling business, majority of the shows are talking about WWE. You're not talking about the actual professional wrestling that's going on over there, other than Walter and uh, Dragonoff or whatever most recently. But that's like only the main thing that we really talked about as far as a wrestling match. Everything else we talked about is just like politics mm-hmm. and daggone, you know, What's the status of their contracts and all this other bullshit or whatever? We don't talk about wrestling when we talk about WWE. We talk about the business. And it's kind of sad because, you know, like Nick, Nick is like how I used to be. Like nothing but WWE, (laughs) no outside shit. Fuck that couch. I don't want to hear it. I mean, they got all the money. They got all the shows. They got all the time. Why the fuck I want to deal with none of this indie bullshit, you know? But, you know, I've grown and I've matured in my age, in my time. Back in my earth. day. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> you know? You guys, you guys know, though, who, who's the biggest free agent in combat sports right now? Tell me. Mitch Valentine. No. Well, thank you. But um, 
No, it's Conor McGregor. Like, that's going to be huge, dude. I don't know if he's going back to UFC. If I were him, I'd be done. If AEW gets Conor McGregor, it's over. Like, I mean, that's, I mean, people can laugh at that. I was like, oh, he's never even took a bump probably, but he has in jiu-jitsu. But it's like Conor McGregor could change the whole game in pro wrestling, I think. Yeah, I think I think if AEW can, because AEW has been snagging great professional wrestlers. If they can snag like a celebrity or whatever, yeah, I think that would do good for them. I mean, they had Snoop Dogg over there. They had Shaquille O'Neal who did Tyson. pretty well, and I was impressed Mike by Tyson. That. Yeah, but it, like, I mean, if they can snag a celebrity to wrestle there full time, I mean, there ain't no stopping them. I, I, I believe I, they can just. Phew, I they look at go. it. If they were Cameron Grass, if they were I think that what I would be I would be more inclined to think that he would go to WWE. He would go to AEW just because WWE is like, you know, it's the bigger as far as like the generals or whatever. And you know, Lesnar's already over there, and it's kind of not that he's gonna go against Lesnar, but I think he would make a much bigger splash going to WWE. The perfect fit to train transition social wrestling because he's like yeah, he dude is. that personality is like tailor made for that shit talking like he's tailor made to go connor's tailor made to go shit talking on on raw with anybody so uh, I, I would think he would go to wwe before he would go to AEW. I, I agree with that but this has always been my thing and I, I bring this up to kyle all the time on our show is we got to stop comparing aew and wwe in the aspect yeah. of casual fans like to me a conor mcgregor move to wwe does make sense because yes. it's going to draw more of the casual fan base aew has always been about their hardcore fan base yes. that's why they don't focus 30 minutes on promos they focus on what happens in the ring and basic storyline mm -hmm. like the term that bully ray uses on uh, busted open is the term kiss keep it simple stupid like mm -hmm. make it as basic as you can so that way people know that's the good guy that's the bad guy if anybody who can turn on an AEW show and see, you know, who the fans are booing, who the fans are cheering. You know what I mean? There's no convolutedness. There's no craziness to the story or whatever. But a Conor McGregor pickup in AEW to me wouldn't do much compared to a Conor McGregor pickup in WWE. Mm -hmm. So because they'll get yeah, more of the mainstream that, appearance. Here's what AEW desperately needs now. They need better women. Britt Baker, a star. Thunder Rosa, a star. The rest of them, eh. Like, if they can get AJ Lee or if they can get, like, Alita or just anything to build those women, man. Even if they can get, like, a UFC woman like uh, Misha Tate or... Um, Amanda Nunes. You know, Amanda Nunes. Dude, that's the baddest woman on the planet. I think that's what they're going uh, towards yeah. with this yeah, yeah, uh, ATT thing. Ain't she on top team? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. that's where that's where they're going with this ATT thing. Like, they brought in... Um, uh, Arlowski and uh, Junior Dos Santos the other day, which I popped for. I love JDS. So I was like, oh, shit. And you know what I mean? And they had, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mazmagov or whatever his name was. The guy who was like, uh, Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't Mazmagov yeah, there yeah. like last month or something? Like yeah, that? and I think Nunez was the other, was the girl that was there. So I could see them integrating yeah. that little bit of, you know, stuff into it. But it, like I said, if you notice with AEW, they go more for the hardcore fan than they do the commercial fan. They're not trying yeah. to draw in the yeah. everyday fan who's flipping through a channel. They're I trying think, to get yeah. the diluted wrestling fan and MMA fan back into what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, I, I believe right now with AEW, year one was like all buzz. Year two mm -hmm. is like goodwill been building. Plus COVID. And everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, year two is yeah. goodwill building and everything. It's just like, all right, oh. we, we got to build goodwill between our fan base <laughs> and um, just like, you know, the outside entities and everything. So they're slowly bringing in those guys. Like the dude, what, Dan Lambert? I yep. mean, I may have heard of the name at some point in my life, but like I will never forget the name after all the promos you've been cutting or whatever. That dude is good. Right. And especially for not being a, like a professional wrestler, like doing this shit on a weekly basis. Because he's a fan. He's a fan. And that's what they need. That's what you need. You if if he was to do that same shit in WWE, it would never be the same. It would be nothing like how it was on the AEW platform. It wouldn't have got like, over. Yeah. You'd be like, who's this old guy? Get them the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, but they've got to get more women, man. They've got to get better women, and they're building like a snack girl. Ty, Taika, Ty, Taya. What's the what's the blonde girl? She's beautiful. Ty Conti. She's got. Ty Conti. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. She could. She's gonna be a star over there for sure. They they got a couple names in the women's division. It's just like like B Rob said. It's still like we all know from from day one their women's division was the weakest division they got out there. Like they got some of the right pieces, but now they're starting to like build them up and develop them up. Like personally, I think Layla Hirsch is going to be a star one of these yeah. days. I said it when they left uh, Daly's place; they need to sign Kylan King. I think she's awesome for a girl yeah, her she size. Grew on me. I didn't like her. At yeah, first, yeah. At first, I didn't like her, but she grew on me for uh, for a little bit. Um, Anna Jay was injured; she's out with a separated shoulder. She should be coming back soon. You know what I mean? Statlander kind of hurt them because she tore her what is there her MCL or PCL. Yeah. And she was out for a couple of months. So now that you got like your female star stars in that company, now you're bringing back, you know, more of the Joshi girls. Like Emmy Sakura just came back. You got Riho finally coming back in the Mitch. Oh, see what I did there? See what I did there? See what I did there? But but you get what I'm saying? Like now it's the time that they can actually go out and get these women. Like just picking up Jamie Hayter too was a big thing. You know what I mean? Like we don't know what's Mm going to happen with B Priestley. From what I heard, she may be WWE bound, but picking up a name like that could help them too. You know what I mean? So the women's division, I'm not too scarce about. I think Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa and the girls that they have on top right now can hold it down until these other girls develop. So How that, have they not got any WWE girls to jump? They've had all these WWE guys jump, but they haven't had one like Sasha Banks. Like I, I don't think she's going. But like, There's one on the way. Girls. There's supposedly one on the way. Who? Ruby. Oh, yeah, Ruby. Yeah. She yeah, might pop up with more. Didn't she get fired? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, like you know, people have left. People have, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but haven't some people quit WWE and joined AEW? Or have they all just been fired? For the most well, part, nobody, they've been fired. Nobody has, uh, uh, quote unquote, quit to go to AEW. I mean, shit, out of the hundred and something people that they fired over the past two years, only, what, three or four of them are actually employed by AEW, right? <laughs> Especially during that round, the rounds of cuts. Yeah. So, and you got to remember, too, a lot of them, a lot of them, their contract, um, like the, I think it was the latest uh, batch of uh, cuts, uh, the 31st is their date. Like, uh, yeah. Buddy Murphy's been counting Buddy down Murphy and releasing his videos. So, a lot of people yeah. are, are around that time period. Uh, I know with the Iconics, they were waiting on a visa issue. So yeah. they were waiting for a company to co-sign on their visa before they can actually sign somewhere, which supposedly they, they are doing. Those, they need to grab both those girls. Impact yeah. Wrestling. Impact. Yeah. Well, then that's a well. Here's the thing: AEW's working with Impact. They're working with Ring so, of Honor. Yeah, I mean, right? at this point, it kind of really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's going to be huge. Too. I think. So Br- what, I think. I think Bray Wyatt should go to Impact. 
Instead of going to AEW, I really think Bray Wyatt should go to Impact. Nah, keep him away from them, son. Keep I, him away from them, son. Per- personally, I would love for Bray to go to NWA. Like, I think that would be cool That'd to be have the Rotunda, the Rotunda story back in NWA. But this what is, a, like I said... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, um, go ahead. No, go ahead, bro. No, no, I was just going to say, like, with the, uh, with the quote-unquote forbidden door and everybody's working with everybody, it's like... To me now, it's like outside of WWE, you can sign whoever you want to, but you can still work anywhere. So, you know what I mean? Like, look at Thunder Rosa. She she appeared a year ago on AEW, and she just got signed about a month ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. to me, it's like it doesn't matter who you sign with now. If you're getting paid and you have the ability to work anywhere you want, then enjoy your freedom. I, I like the idea of Bray Wyatt going to Impact because, well, he's not going to be Bray Wyatt. He's, he's not going to be The Fiend. He's not going to be Husky Harris, uh, although that'd be great. Um, I think he's going to do that big character, and if he does that big character and he just takes over Impact, like wins the title, takes over the whole company with whatever crazy gimmick he does, then you can build towards Bray coming to AEW and do the champion versus champion thing again. I don't know. Just an idea. Yeah. yeah. So I know what they used to do. Um, I don't know if they still do it, but it was CMLL and uh, New Japan, they would do what? Fantastic Mania? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do do since all these companies are in bed with each other and everything, and there's been like massive talent exchanges or whatever. Do you think we'll ever get like the big super show that everybody's been talking about between all the brands? I hope yeah. so. We have to. I mean, that, that's what all this is building towards. I mean, Tony's been working with New Japan, right, and Impact and NWA. They've got to be putting together something big. I would do it in January or December or something. I don't know. I'd probably do it in December. Just uh, I don't know. I don't actually. I don't know when I would book it because you got WrestleMania in April. Yeah, I'll say December, January. Like you have to put on the super, mega, ultimate impact AEW NWA. You know, all the titles are on the line. Whatever the however they do it, that has to happen pretty soon. Yeah. You think? As far, as far as like the, the title situation when you do these big multi-company shows or whatever, I think it should just be a, one big platform to where you can showcase the talent for each show or whatever. So like saying, just an example, like Kenny Omega versus uh, the freaking CMLL champion, whoever that may be in the future, because he's going to drop that belt eventually. I don't think it should be like a cost brand anything for title matches. It should just be like their champion. Yeah, their champion and their no. It should just be CMLL's champion and CMLL's challenger on this show. It should be MLW's champion and MLW's challenger on that show. And then you have a couple cross promotion matches, like maybe some tag teams, a special one on one. But it should never be MLW's world champion versus Impact's world champion. It shouldn't be like that right off the bat, at least. Right. The smart way for them to do this is. WrestleMania weekend. Just for all the companies to give the WWE a big F you to Vince. Please shit on Vince. But just to say you can you know what I'm saying? You can be a part of this too. <laughs> I guess Mr. Roboto over there. <laughs> I, I've been saying I've been begging for the Super Show for for over two years now. I say it all the time. Do it in July. You know, WWE has the biggest party of the summer. AEW can do it too. And like B Rob said, or like B Rob and Nick were just that. They were just at SummerSlam at a football stadium. 
I wonder what company has a football stadium available during the summertime that nobody's using in a tropical area where the weather's usually nice and it's wide open and there's about, you know, 60 to 70, maybe 80,000 seats available. I've been saying this forever. Maybe you can do something like that. Just throwing that out there. Ryan, that, sta- that stadium will be av- available in the summer. <laughs> it, probably, it probably would be available in the summer, too. So. <laughs> or, Jan- or January. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Who knows, man? Tebow, baby. That's the thing, too. AEW has Tebow. Do you know how big that could be for them? Tebow got cut. Oh, Tebow my God. Just got are you cut. serious? Yeah, he got cut. Bring Johnny football back. I got got love for Tebow. I got love for Tebow. Get Johnny football on goddamn AEW television. (laughs) Yeah, you can do cocaine with, uh, what's his name, 10. What about alpha male Monty Brown? When's he coming back, gosh darn it? I want some alpha male. I mean, we got a promo from him that one time, right? Mm -hmm. He was on the Serengeti cutting a promo. For real, freaking love him, man. He's the most I don't know what did he get. Did he get like? Did he get like injured or something? Because what the no. fuck? Like I know he went to WWE and he he changed his. They had to change his name to some dumb name. I, I think what it was something fuck? with his he sister. He was awesome. His his sister, I think, passed away. Yeah, or was man. getting she was getting sick and then passed away. Yep, that and that obviously derailed everything he wanted to do in wrestling, man. And you know what? And that's and I don't think he wants to do anything in wrestling. But you know what? That dude and I used to I used to be on the internet back in the day, uh, um, the Wrestling Voice or whatever it was, and the, everyone would hate on me so bad because I'd be like the alpha male Monty Brown is the next rock and all this stuff, and everyone would hate on me because they said he was he was whatever, but. That dude, I don't care what anybody says to this day. I've been in the business 15 years. Alpha male Monty Brown was the freaking man, and he should have been the next big thing. He should have won the world title in Impact. Mm-hmm. He should have beat Jeff Jarrett that night. I know. That was messed up. But anyways. I think on the podcast, um, he, they talked about Monty Brown. You got to look at your ones. But, yeah, he was legit. Word. He was on him. I think they spoke on him like he should have, like y'all are talking now, trying to be that guy. Bro, you sound like you're talking in Kane's voice box. <laughs> I am sorry. I will try again in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. but So we'll end the show while you're gone. Um, <laughs> so, hey. Mitch, uh before we step up on out of here, once again, let everybody know where they can find you online and everything that you got going on. Oh man, this has been a great time. You guys, seriously. Um, I, I want to do this more with you guys. I know I'm a lot, right? Like everyone says you're Conan. Conan told me I should call myself too much. Um, but anyways, um, name drop. Let me pick that back up. Okay. I got it. Um, <laughs> Yes, I am the entertainment champion of the world, you guys. I'm the PCE champion. I'm defending my title this Friday. I do a lot of stand-up comedy, um, believe it or not. Uh, host a lot of it, bringing a lot of really funny people, man. I'm really excited next month. I'm working with the guy from Netflix in the office. Um, his name's uh, Mikey Winfield. I'll be bringing him to Chico, California on uh, September 18th. But 
doing a lot, y'all. I'm at Got Mitch online on everything. Uh, also uh, at Got Mitch Entertainment on Instagram. Trying to build that up at PCE since 2015 on Twitter. Building that up. But um, yeah, man. I just Rob. I've been uh, doing your show for a year or two now. I, I appreciate you, man. Uh, you guys. Um, have been a lot of fun. I love your passion. I love your opinions on pro wrestling. This has been great. Thank you for having me. Word. Brian, what you got? All righty, y'all. Uh, tonight, we will be returning with a new episode of the UWO podcast live on Facebook. Uh, mm -hmm. We would love for everybody and everybody to come join us in the chat. We have a lot to talk about as we touched on some of the topics here. Mm -hmm. um, the boys are ready. And this is going to be a very interesting I want to say two-on-one handicap match because Kyle is not going to enjoy tonight. But, uh, yeah, catch us on Facebook. Hit us up. Uh, we're always available. And uh, B-Rob, as always, thank you. Gentlemen, thank you. Word. Lou from the BX. Man, always, as always, a great show. Uh, I want to send a shout-out to Bob Lee Ashley in the chat. <laughs> and uh, just everybody. <laughs> Acknowledge him. Everybody, everybody out there, acknowledge Bob Lee Ashley if you can. And uh, just thank you guys for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. I love talking about wrestling. I love it. Um, I love seeing passion for wrestling. It's really, uh, it's really dope to see all these communities come together and talk about it. Um, I am going to have my own SummerSlam recap show right after this ends. I am going to upload it. So if anybody wants to check that out, you can follow me at Lou from the BX on Twitter, Lou from the BX on Instagram. The everything podcast on instagram and you'll be able to get that with the quickness and remember the the o in new is actually a zero it, it is a zero that is correct thank you very much sir word and uh much appreciate uh, you can follow me on twitter at 3r show and everywhere else except for motherfucking instagram <laughs> at 3r show <laughs> but on instagram is at the 3r show sorry son of a bitch um follow all the things everywhere go to randomrob.com i got merch i got all that shenanigans over there and um on behalf of myself mitch valentine brian lopez lou from the bx we bid you a fond adieu and we'll see you next time